Dad bought a rack pod. Um, podcasting is hard work. You know, I'm sweating, Doug. Talking, I'm sweating right now. talking to people, <laughs> um, forming cogent sentences, <laughs> explaining things, drinking organizing things, interviews, yeah. saying, calling when you're supposed to. Oh, yeah, these are hard. So we're 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 getting through it. I've I've always been like a kind of a C minus guy. You know what <laughs> I mean? Just kind of like whatever's Get required. I got you at like seventy two percent capacity on everything. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, those aren't bad odds these days. Yeah, yeah. So try doing what we can. Uh, my name is Damone Carter, aka Dim One. I am joined by Mr. Nate Young Nathaniel. Hello, world. And also Mr. David Ma. Famous rap writer David Ma. Yes. And that is a sample from the Cypress Soul record. Not an actual, <laughs> not an actual bong rip. Uh, not really, but really good to fucking be on here again. Yeah, man. Real tough, real tough. Yeah, so we're, we're here in, in episode something something. And we, uh, we have a, a guest who just dropped by uh, Dad Bod Rap Pod Studios here in uh, Santa Fe, California. Tumble, just, great to meet him. My first time meeting yeah. him, which is strange because, you know, in San Jose. Yeah, yeah. But um, definitely his work precedes him, so it's really great to like sort of see you vibe with the homie and yeah, be able yeah. to dissect the music. Yeah, it's been a long time um, friend, and you know we kind of started our musical journey together, and to see someone go. I didn't realize when you you've talked about Lackadaisical a couple times before. I didn't realize that he was a, a crew member. Yeah, yeah, and mm. and, and the essential one. Uh, right, uh, right. In terms of like, but we, know, we should introduce him properly. Who are we? Yes. Who are we about to talk? We about? We are talking about uh, my friend, <laughs> Mister Traxamillion, uh, has produced songs for E Forty, Too Short. Probably his most notable, famous one is a, a song, a hypey, genre-defining song called "Super Hypey" by Keep the Sneak. Um, oh, I think I called it "Super Duper Hypey." You in did, the but you Fuck. know, that's I mean, a different song, right? No, I mean no? he says "Super Duper Hypey." Okay, he so, says it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know. I was going to do a really growly voice. Do you think it was a good choice to not do that? <laughs> well, after, after you flubbed on Super Duper Hyphy, I'm like, you know, we grade on the white guy curve. It's thank it's you, fine. thank you. Yeah, no worries. Our non-listeners, thank you. Yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, so he, he really has grown in, into this, you know, incredible artist that kind of helped define one of the, I won't say the last, but one of the most um, impactful recent relatively recent musical movements which was hyphy which is a sound that kind of coalesced around 05 06 um just you know wild frenetic you know 120 bpm kind of crazy stuff and evolution of of, of uh what's typically called mob music and and you know tracks was right there with with all of that and he's from san jose and that's kind of like one of the the b-side stories of hyphy well that? firstly um Great moniker. Yes, yeah. it Love is it. a great Love moniker. It. Love it. Yeah. yeah, there's actually a, a list that Forbes did of best no. rap, rap, rap money names. Oh. And he so, made it? Yeah, yeah, he was like number six. Yeah, That's um, funny. Uh, props yeah. Forbes writer that day. Yeah, exactly. Good, exactly. good. Whoever came up with that. Yeah, so he had one of the top rap money names. Uh, That's great. Ha- had I'm wondering the- who else was on there. Richie Rich? <laughs> right. Richie Rich, Camillion right. Hair. Okay. Um, uh, gosh. Cash Money Marvelous? I don't know. Oh, Go check man. it out. Yeah. Check out Forbes.com. Definitely. <laughs> Ty Dollar Sign sneakily having the best summer is he? in a long time. Is he's he? like he's like he's the everywhere. secret ingredient on all of the good songs this summer. Wow. On, on a mainstream tip, secret anyway. Secret ingredient of all 
but our next episode. for the Tracks a Million interview, I, I didn't bring this up, but I had met him once before. He was wearing six shoes then. He was wearing six shoes today. I am a sneaker enthusiast, so it's nice to see someone put in some effort. Sure. Uh, Hi, Nate. My apologies. Yeah, height speed. Uh, I'm going to set the scene for you guys a little bit here. I noticed this last year at a party at Dave's house. We're recording at Dave's house tonight. There's a two-yard by one-yard collection of black shoes by the front door here. Dave and his lovely girlfriend, Misa, who's a great friend of mine, shouts to Misa, uh, wear black shoes every single day. Yeah, and when when they come in, they seem to kick them by the door in a haphazard fashion, and we get about uh, 30 or 40 Sambas, Nikes, I'm seeing a couple Adidas Boosts, some new balance, balance. Um, we've got some old balance. Gosh. Shout out to my partner, I love you. Yes. Um, yes, but I wear fucking camp, black, all black camp. And today it looks like everything. you're rocking some winos. <laughs> I know. Hey, we're not all tracks a million. Man. I know. Yeah. We're not all tracks a millionaires over here. <laughs> yeah. So that, that. I can't wear pink, jo- <laughs> pink jogging shoes on, on a Tuesday at casual. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Saturday. I'm just kidding. You're easy easy sevens. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, definitely a fly guy. Like he definitely yeah, tries yeah. to. Cool as fuck. Very nice meeting your homie. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, liked hearing about your guys' sort of um, background and history as well. Story, yeah. It's, you know it, what I mean? It's very, it's That's very dope, gratifying to see. Uh, dope, dope. It felt like that. Yeah, like oh, you know, you're, you're yeah, dope. yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm gonna give the little plug. Like an in-person interview is so much more rewarding for us than these phone oh. interviews. Like. The phone is great because we can reach anyone in the world, and we've had some illustrious guests, and we're really pleased with that and grateful, but when you get to look someone in the eye and kind of talk to them on a person-to-person level, it's really, really rewarding, so it was awesome to meet him, and like, thank you, Damone, for hooking that up. Yeah, 100%, 100%. It's a hometown shit, but did not feel like it. Totally. And I don't mean that in a bad way. On a complete fluke, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, homie shit. We were going to have to run over there to help for Tracks a Million for us. For our tech million to help us record this shit. I know. Yeah. We had some technical difficulties today, but we, we got through it. Um, yeah. I think we we have tended not to talk about San Jose that much, except for the vegan restaurant on the east side a couple of episodes <laughs> ago, because we really don't want this to be a local podcast. We want to reach all of hip-hop culture, and we're all like kind of involved in things on a wider level than that. But we're proud of where we're from. We're from San Jose, 100%. California. Um, we have tried to, in our way talk about who we are and where we're from, and I hope that it's connecting with people outside of our region, but it's cool to have kind of the local superstar come through One, and uh, bless 100%. the show. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to go triple uranium, but <laughs> I, it's also nice to be, like, in cargo shorts at your pad the you know Yeah, saying? yeah, and no, that's please. real shit. Please, please, so, please. So it's great to have, uh, you know, to, the, to Nate's point, great to have Tracks Million in the house and, you know... Superstar producer, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give him his props. Yeah, he's made some some real slaps, and he uh, remains humble about it. He mentions mentions his work with a San Jose artist named Ziggy. um, Right, right, right. Which, you know, maybe we'll have him on the program at some point. But, you know, it's just an example of that, you know, rap can live anywhere, man. It's like, Mm. it's really like a virus, man. In (laughs) any setting where you have a, a certain amount of people, there's rappers in South Dakota. My mom knows who Snoop Dogg is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 the shit's 40 years old. You yeah. know, it, it's culture. I'm yeah, just going to yeah. keep bringing it up because I'm, like, obsessed with this film. But uh, Snoop Dogg tweeted out that everyone should go see Sorry to Bother You. Oh, please do. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So absolutely. I thought that was fascinating. I didn't know he was, like, checking for Boots' work totally. or for, like, auteur films. Hey, this, this sort of, uh, quickly, I mean, this sort of response to Boots 
New York Times, like incredible. everything incredible and mm -hmm. uh, way, you know, way overdue. Thank you. You know, th there's there's a, a thousand other boots rallies, so it's great to see. He's breaking through. Right, right. This yeah. dude, you know, uh, and uh, just uh, uh, not to take like a weird fucking uh, sharp turn, but you know, kind of sad about the Pam not being around. Absolutely. For the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. But I mean, I, they were on to something, and, and you can tell. Years ago. Ye uh, years decades ago. ago. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting because that that kind of era when when boots first came around was definitely influential on myself, and I'm sure tracks would say the same. Is right, those right. original Cool albums and the movie, without spoiling it, definitely captures this feeling of the the Coops politics and and the kind of the energy that is in their albums, and so um, I loved it. It's 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 in full okay, release so, now. So I it's believe. like July 10th. I have not seen it without okay. spoilers. Okay. What do you guys think of it without major spoilers? Uh, amazing. Incredible. Needs to be seen by oh. everyone. You, yeah. w when you have caught up, we That's will amazing. do a full-on okay. segment yeah. and okay. discuss yeah. with the spoiler yeah. alert I, in the title. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's awesome, man. Um, I, awesome. Just awesome. a real brief aside since we're talking about local stuff. I uh, had to go to Union City to see it on opening weekend. Right. And that's like the yeah. outer edge of the East Bay. Sure. And it was really, really cool to see it with an East Bay audience. Oh. And so I'm waiting for my wife after the film to um, like use the restroom. And um, I'm hearing people come out of the theater and they're like, huh, <laughs> that was interesting. Yes. I'm glad I saw it. Oh. Um, certainly a lot to think about. Oh. Um, what a good satire. Oh. And like hearing kind of a lot of backhanded compliments. Yeah. Um, it's it's a complex, yeah. engaging, really, really interesting right. film. I don't say this very often and I don't like mean to like overstate, but I really feel like it must be seen. You, okay. It's yeah, not yeah, something yeah. you can talk it's, about in the wow. abstract. Wow. It's it's important work. I love hearing that. Yeah, it's important work and especially for those of us in the Bay Area, um, with issues like gentrification going on, right, you know, right, late stage right. capitalism, this right. this brilliant commentary, but not even heavy-handed, super funny, um, okay. sci-fi, intuitive, uh, just wild. Just go yeah. see it. Well, I mean, he's always been such a modern thinker. Yeah. So just to yeah. have another like um, uh, platform, it's just so perfect. The biggest, like, the biggest platform. Italian chef, chef kiss, you know, yeah. so perfect. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, but I haven't seen it. But yes. I mean, both you guys. It's I mean, awesome. I'm already... So we touch a little bit on the hometown aspect with Tracks a Million, and we talk a little bit about um, kind of his his moment, the hyphy moment. Mm -hmm. And it's something we still reconcile with. It was the last major movement from the Bay. Right now you've got kind of like SOB, RBE, right. repping the mm -hmm. Bay. It's kind of, it seems a bit post hyphy to me, not yeah. in music, yeah. but just in like yeah. the next big thing from the Bay. Yeah. Um, it, I, I was not a huge hyphy guy when it came out. I think I might've told the story on the pod before, but I went as a hyphy guy for Halloween. Uh, so one year with the, with the like four XT. Um, and the, the paint splattered A's hat and the huge jeans and like people didn't know it was a costume unless you right, knew me right, and you knew right. how weird that would be. Right. It was like not like that well received. I get it. I get it. I get but, concept album. Yeah, it was yeah, a concept yeah, yeah. album. Right, right. Um, but <laughs> the interesting thing that has remained from that movement to me is the beats. And right. like he yes, has one of yes. the signature beats right. of that time, and so it's just cool to have caught kind of lightning in a bottle with that, and like just just rad that he came by. Totally, yeah. totally. Yep. Oh. So this is our interview with the homie Tracksmith.
we're here. We got a special guest in studio. Um, full disclosure, good, good personal friend of mine, old school homie. Um, he is, I will say, he probably wouldn't like me to say, but a legendary Bay Area producer. Um, has worked with everyone that made the Hypey Movement special mm. and continue to make the Hypey Movement special. Mr. Traxman. Yeah. Yo. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> good to have you here, man. Good, good, good to be here. I watched the show and I listened to it. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank in you for caring. Show, appreciate it. Yo, good to have you in the studio, though. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, can we talk about San Jose? Like, you, you live in San Jose, you're from San Jose, you've made a successful music career from San Jose that is somewhat rare. Right. How did you do it? Why do you stay? What do you think about San Jose? Man, I don't know how I did. <laughs> I was just doing what was came natural to me, and um, I just kept going. Really. For sure. Okay. Do okay. Do you draw inspiration from like the cultural melting pot of San Jose, or is it just yeah, where you sure. happen for to sure. end up? For sure, for sure, for sure. I just for a while, you know, when I was young, I was kind of like resistant against it, and then as mm -hmm. I got older, I mean, fuck it. <laughs> use this energy, man. What's going on around here? You know what I mean? Now, so I mean, you're you know, you're obviously known for uh, producing. What's who are some of your, some of your most influential producers? Like like who struck you? Timberland. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. Instantly, um, you know, obviously, Dr. Dre, Pharrell, Premier. Just more like on the hip hop side. Yeah, yeah. Doing most of the hip hop side, Premier and Dilla. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, man. Word, word. So I think uh, our general audience, if they were to know one production of yours, it would probably be Super Duper Hyphy. Yes, sir. Um, that's a yes, sir. fucking incredible <laughs> beat. I'm honored to be sitting here in your presence. Um, really defined an era. Can you please talk about how you made it, how you got it to Keek, and what that did to your life? Um, the quick story is um, I was at my mom's house. My cousins came over. Young boy, drunk. It was one of my cousin's birthday, and um, they was dancing, and I was trying to figure out something. To, you know what I mean? Sure. A beat that kind of like it was like the new dance that everybody was doing. It was turf dancing. Sure. <clears throat> at the time, so I was just trying to figure out a beat that just kind of went with that. So um, they was just in the room dancing, and that was a beat I came up with, and um, had it. Thought it was special. Had it for a while. Gave it to a few people. Nobody really listened to it. I heard Keith had a show in Santa Cruz, and at the time, me and Keith already did some work for his album, but I heard he had a show in Santa Cruz, I was just like, fuck it, drove up to Santa Cruz, actually caught him on the way, leaving the show, on his way from the, like, the back door, backstage, to the, to his, uh, band or whatever, stopped him, yo, you know what I mean, yo, Keith, what up, chopped it up real quick, came to the new CD, was like, yo, track three, track three, <laughs> I'm gone. You feel me? Yeah. Gave him the CD, got loose, and um, he recorded the song. Yeah. You feel me? Incredible. Yeah. So did th did that change your whole deal? Like, did that put you on the that, map? That was that was like the first record that I had as a producer on the radio. Right. And um, yeah, that shit went viral. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't even viral back then. Yeah. Viral, <laughs> viral wasn't even that around back then. But it was, yeah. You know what I mean? It was regional hit. It was Absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. Um. What? Do you think is like the lasting impact of the hyphy movement? Like, do you think about things like that? Right. Uh, 
I, I really haven't, actually. Okay. But but I, I see it and I notice it. You know what I mean? True. You know what I mean? It's Speak on it, man. Come on, man. Speak on it, man. People are still doing hiking. Yeah, people are still doing hiking, man. Um, and you know, we we've been doing it for you know, two thousand two thousand three four five, and um, it's you know it's it's a world, it's a worldwide sound now. Right. And it's it's popular. Yo, Trax, you've always been, you know, you've always been sort of like forward-minded. I mean, you can tell if, if anybody's listened to your like past production. Um, who you listen to? I listen. I listen to a little bit of everything. Right okay. Now. Like right okay. now, I'm not listening to nobody specifically. Okay. I'm just kind of listening. Okay. To everything. Trap just, you know shit. I mean? Bass shit. Boom trap bass. shit. I like a lot of trap shit. Okay. Okay. I, I love trap shit. I okay. Know a lot. I love trap shit. Um, I love bass shit. Mm-hmm. And I just like uh, just new shit, you know what I mean? Mm. Just listening to, to the to the new cast because I'm just you know I just want to stay in tune with what's right, going on. Right, right. As a producer, I just always got to stay in tune with how the beat sound and right. rhythm and rhythm the rhythmic yeah. patterns and so on and so forth. Okay, okay. So I'm just always just listening. So it's like right now I'm just listening to everything. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is there a guy right now? Is there like a a preeminent like this is the guy? Uh, not, not not to me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, great. It's Michael Jackson. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Michael Jackson. They're okay. Uh, can we talk a little bit about your equipment setup? Like, what yeah. what do you use? What's your kind of software or hardware, or how do you make I, your music? I use Logic, and um, I have a MIDI controller, and um, you know, a bunch of plugins. Has it changed throughout time? Like, did you right. start on an MPC and kind start of go on digital? Tape loop. Actually, nah. <laughs> started on tape loop. We started. We started on. We started on old tracks, baby. <laughs> sure. Oh, oh, go ahead. Yo, tracks. When did you like your first beat? What year was that? Like, what are we talking about? What beat was that? Oh, yeah, man. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Quick, quick side story. Okay. Uh, okay. How I actually met Tracks and Million was I was battling another kid from from my high school uh, in a homie's backyard. And we had we had an MC battle. It was terrible. We were both terrible. <laughs> so we had a battle. We went back and forth for about an hour. It was it went from being mildly interesting to like hella boring. No one paying attention. Real hip hop. And then real hip hop off top. <laughs> um, and this is like when Mass Appeal had came out. I think we rapped on Mass oh. Appeal for like an hour and a half. Oh man. And then uh, always good. Always, always <laughs> until you ruin it because you ain't got no skills yet. But um, so we back there going back and forth and. Uh, and then Trax just comes through. I don't even know how he got there. But he came through and he's like, oh, we rapping? I, yeah, somebody just called me. Somebody called me and was like, there's a battle going on? There's a battle going on. <laughs> Get here. I'm like, I'm, I'm on the way. <laughs> I throw my backpack on, slap my hat, twist it to the side. I'm gone. Let's go. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, so there was a rap battle alert. If your head wasn't twisted to the side, you was in hip-hop. Right? <laughs> you had to twist your head to the side. Jump in the phone, you <laughs> come out and twist the cap. So, yeah, he, so he just rolled up. And, I mean, we're literally, I'm 15, so you're like... 14. 14, 13. 13. Damn, Damon, um, 15, what are we talking about? 70s? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> early 80s, right? <laughs> no, so, uh, so, yeah, so, tracks came through, grabbed the mic, kicked one verse that was better than anything we had done oh, okay. all day and I was like, I wanna I need this dude on my team. So you started off as a writer then? Yeah, I started off rapping. 
Oh, word. Okay. I started off rapping. Okay. Okay. But, but, you made a beat. You made a beat because you ended up battling, yeah, dude. And you had oh, some <laughs> type of beat. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I ended up, whatever, the battle continued, whatever, you know, it's high school, funky kids. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up making a beat and a song, dissing this, dissing this kid. <laughs> and I, I took all my mom's and dad's tapes at the time, at the time we were dealing with tapes, I took all, all their tapes, recorded over them, recorded this song <laughs> over all my mom and dad's yeah. tapes. Took about, I took about like 20, 30, 30 of their tapes, Damn, recorded over them the night before school, went to school, handed them all out. <laughs> I was a man. <laughs> it's instantaneous. Uh, instantaneous, the man. <laughs> uh, what, what was like, you know, young San Jose's reception of that shit? I don't know. I don't even like, think I was were in people tune Because we, we were like kind of like outcasts okay. at the time. So it was like, it wasn't. It's a good start though. At, then, yeah. at, at, you know, people wasn't really into like underground hip hop like we was into yeah, yeah, at yeah. the time. So we were kind of like the weirdos. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. Just some weirdos with some weird flows. Yeah, you know, um, just some. But, but we ended up doing, uh, we did a rally. We rapped at um, at a at a high school pep rally over wow. uh, Southern Playlistic. Damn. Yeah. Uh, the instrumental. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. it was kind of on from then, and people was like, "Oh, you know, because I was a, I was a new kid at the school at the time. Oh, I was okay. new. Where were you originally from, man? I'm from San Jose. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, just you switched schools. Yeah, yeah. I, I went okay. I went to Gunnison and then Got I ended up going to Andrew Hills. Gotcha. At Andrew Hills, that's when I met him. Where? And um, I was a new kid that rapped. Okay. And, you know, just getting acclimated to everybody at the school. And okay. then we did that, and it was like, oh, that's that's interesting. What is y'all doing? And, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, man, and we're talking, I guess, circa 93, Damn. Uh, 94. Okay, um, okay. I, and then we, we formed we formed. Till infinity. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that was the whole mission statement. Oh, yeah. At that part of the game, Trice got on the show. Shout out to Trice shirt right now. You hear me? Uh, and then we formed uh, we formed a rap group, our own little you know souls okay. junior, uh, called Like It Days Are Cool. Myself, Tracks a Million, and our late homie Jesse Jones. R.I.P. R.I.P. And um, what would talk about what it was like to, you know, like produce that first one. This is before you even had equipment or anything like that. When we was going to the studio and the Like It Days Are Cool. Yeah. I, I, well, yeah, yeah, we did. Some, I did some. How, how was that getting your first? <laughs> uh, man, I was just juiced at the time because it was just like rapping. We were going to the studio, we, we were actually paying money. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think it was like one hundred and fifty dollars for like ten hours or something like that. Interesting to see that those rates have not changed. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, kids in the studio. We we're in the studio. I'm making beats. I got a little equipment. I'm like, it was just it was it was really like a, a dope learning experience for me. And. Uh, do you keep that stuff? Are you an archive guy? Do you have like your all your I old stuff? I try to, and I lose it. Yeah, our friends keep more than that stuff than I do. Sure. D D probably has way more shit. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> got, <laughs> got some shit. Okay. Cheese, okay. Cheese, cheese, joy. Okay. They got, they got cool. Yo, you know, you you're you're like intertwined with the hyphen movement because you know because of all of your like fantastic production. Um, mm -hmm. what's your favorite hyphen joint from that era? My favorite hyphen joint. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Top don't three. Know. Top, top three hype Top three. I'm, I'm definitely going to put super hype up there. Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. yeah. And that's not even a flex, really. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Tell Me When to Go is, is, is just pretty high up there. 
And then, uh, um, Ned Gray. Fizzle Dance, probably. Yeah. Which one? Which one? Fizzle Dance, Mac Dray. Oh, word. Okay, yeah. okay. Word. Huge song. And it's interesting that both Fizzle Dance and Tell Me When to Go, like, kind of codify yeah. the uh-huh. movement. They explain right, to right. other people who are not from the Bay what the Bay was doing. Right, right. Yeah, it becomes a business card for that. Kind of, you know? And then, also on Tell Me When to Go, we have the most, I think, creative use of sleigh bones. <laughs> I think that's an underrated... <laughs> Um, now, we'll do, on a future segment, we'll do like the history of sleigh bells and hip hop. Buckwild might disagree with you. There okay. are a lot of yeah. sleigh bells tracks in the back back I, then, I love but the sleigh bells in the yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, at 126 BPM, some sleigh bells. It, it's Ooh. interesting because it's a hot day. It's July. It's California, yeah, yeah. and this is our second time talking about Christmas today. <laughs> that is that's horrific. That's horrific for July. Um, tracks, please talk to us about Tech Boom. That's your last major project. Who did you work with? How did it come about? Uh, um, tell us about that. Yeah. What was your mind state like? It was uh, really just me tapping in with the young, the young blood of San Jose. You know what I mean? Just really just trying to find some new artists. I work with you know well-known artists the majority of my career. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, well-known Bay Area artists. You know, the majority of my career. So yeah. I, I wanted to work with some unknown, you know, some unknown talent because they're, they're talent. They're talent. Yeah, yeah. Of just course. People don't know who they are. Yeah, tap into it. Exactly. So I just wanted to tap into that and. Um, so I just rounded up a bunch of Dope. young hooligans, and, you know, asked, a, asked around who was who and asked a bunch of questions and just rounded up a bunch of names and tapped in and listened. And it was like, okay, this dude is dope. Right on. I don't know if you feel this way. I feel this way. There's a whole culture of San Jose that's separate from tech and from what people think of as like the show Silicon Valley and the idea of Silicon Valley. There's like a real San Jose right. that I know you live on the east side. I'm from Evergreen, but I say I'm from the east side. Um, it's like kind of like east side adjacent. East side adjacent. I'm from the south, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah Are you? Okay. Good to know. Keep good to know. So, do you think that um, there's a a San Jose scene or culture that you're trying to represent in your music? Uh, most definitely. Um, scene. I, I, you know, as far as like. Scene, I don't really know about the scene, but just you know, what I mean, I'm definitely just trying to represent, okay, and uh, you know, be a force on the creative side, yeah. and the musical side, yeah, you know, what I mean, and, and as far as what I think the, the bar should be, right? You know I mean, I'm just trying to set my little bar, and um, you know, what I mean, just pump music out there, you know, you like know, every time I talk to I like. every time I talk to someone who's like sort has sort of made it, who's sort of from the area, um, example, people, <clears throat> Wolf, uh, spoke to him the other day, and he was like. You know what? There was nothing for me in San Jose. I had to fucking get out. What are you guys doing here? What are you guys doing here? You you, you had to go to these scenes. What sort of made you stay? What what did you see that sort of made you be like, you know, I'm gonna like flesh this out here? Well, you know, I got family out here. You know what I mean? Where? You know what I mean? So family always got to, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get up and lead the family. So. <laughs> but you never thought about like dipping LA or New York or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. You know, I take trips down there. Yeah, yeah. You know, take trips to I have to say, one of the best things about San Jose is how close it is to other totally. cities. Yeah. I'm not going to say better cities, yeah. but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers don't like coming to San Jose. They be like, man, you know what happened San Jose? I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but from Vallejo, Richmond. How about next, uh, how about next week? <laughs> I'm like, all right, man. Got to take, take the Caltrain out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Cool, man. Um, 
I think let's let's talk a little bit about your new shit. Let's talk about Ziggy. Let's talk about the EP that might be coming soon. Like, um, who's Ziggy? How did you guys meet? What's what's next? Uh, Ziggy's just another young whippersnapper. You know, what I mean, young blood from San Jose. That um, he was on the my, my last project, Tech Boom, which was basically a project I produced with all San Jose artists. He was just basically one of the artists on there that stood out to me. Okay. And just kind of shine. Okay. You know yeah. Uh, shout out to Demon who just did a, yeah. a, a piece on him. Exactly. Okay. Demone just so, wrote yeah, the yeah. article. So how how you know you're a producer? He he's a rapper. How did he strike you? You know, like what made you be like I want to work with this cat? His voice. You know, okay. and he just had a, he okay. had a, he had, a, he had a, like a unique tone to his voice. You know, it's okay. like almost like you know to me I would describe it as like I don't know just a unique tone. Like, okay. You know, like Q Tip has like a weird yeah, yeah, yeah. fuzzy tone. Timber hits you. Yeah, he has a tone like effervescent. That to me. So. You know what I mean? And his hooks was really good. and Okay. Every, every song that he was on just kind of stood out. And just, I was just like, me. So we just kind of continued making music, and I just continued throwing them beats, and we just continued working. Word. And this is basically just a, a, a product of that. You know okay, I mean? okay. Yeah. How, how many tracks on this? What are we talking about? EP? Uh, yeah, it's an EP, about six, seven songs. Okay. While we have you in the studio, I'm just going to ask you something we've been debating all summer. Is a seven-song project an album? I have no idea. <laughs> I always thought it was an EP. Right. I think right. Yeah, yeah, right. changed the game with the whole seven song thing. Either. I've always been like EPs, like six or seven songs. Right. Five yeah. songs. Same. Like a maxi single, maybe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They don't have those anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just kind of into that now, just as far as like just quick start. Right. You know right. 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 I, I mean, I guess, I guess, I mean, a release dates don't matter, right? You, you drop. Three good songs or seven good songs? Those I guess it depends good. on who you are. If you're Beyonce, you release right. them. Don't <laughs> right, 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 right. Drake, it don't matter. Right, right, right. No, certainly. Yeah. Um, every time we have a producer on the show, I like to ask them this question. Do you think that digital Pro Tools and like the kind of changing equipment parameters have made music better or worse? Uh, for me, I feel like it's made it better because I'm able to do more with less effort. Sure. Mm. I'm, I'm able to do more. So that's, that's for me, yeah. You know what I mean? It's actually I funny because mo- most of the producers say yes, and I actually, maybe we should ask some fans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I know everybody says the analog is dope. I don't know. All this shit is dope, man. These little kids are making crazy sounding shit on, on FUBU. Yeah. And, um, you know, but I, I definitely think it's, it's watered it down. To some degree, that's kind of that's the counterpoint, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it now anyone can make music as far as the creativity. Like, motherfuckers ain't getting as creative as they used to be. Mm. Sure. Mm. Well, before we cl- before we sort of close it out, you know, um, talk a little bit about San Jose, man. Like, how did that affect your music? I mean, I you know, people who are from New York or like LA, people always talk ask them about like how the Bronx like affected their music. Nobody asks how Tully affected their music. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Like your surroundings uh, as a producer, as someone who puts out sounds. I mean, man, it's, it's crazy. Cause San Jose, you know, it's, it's like predominantly Latin. And, um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Being a black kid in, 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 in middle school, not being, having too many other black people around. It was mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, I went through identity crisis at, at one point. <laughs> you feel me? Thought I was something else. <laughs> hey. Thought it was something else for a minute. Relatable. Relatable. Right. <laughs> You feel me? So, you know, I bounced back from that and, you know, just, uh, you know, just San Jose is just a different place. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So you just grow up, you know what I mean? Uh, different. Yeah. And, um, you know what I mean? Uh, you, know, you go to Oakland, Oakland's a black city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You, well, you know, I go out there, it's like it's a culture shock. Like, oh, shit. Right, 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 right. Sure. So, um, 
don't know. I, you know, I think that just had a had an effect on just how I see music. You know, I mean, I grew up with a lot of like house music and freestyle music, yeah, 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 shit yeah. that we hear out here and stuff. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. So a lot of that stuff, like songs that that that, that trigger beats inside of me, are like those type of records. Yeah, you know, yeah. old school freestyle records and Stevie B and shit absolutely. Like that, you know? There's a it's a theory, but I think it's a pretty proven theory that freestyle was big in Miami. Queens and the Bay Area. Totally, it's sure. like it's Bangalore. a yeah. Oh, that interesting. Right? I didn't know that. Yeah, right. That's the, mm. if it pops off there. I mean, that's a party city. That's crazy. Um, mm. So I think it's interesting that that has mm. such a huge impact on all of our kind of cultural uh, memory. Yeah, like if yeah, I went yeah. to high, yeah. elementary school yeah, dances slaps, and yeah, yeah listen to Debbie Deb, but I didn't know that was actually Pretty Tony. Pretty Tony's a genius right, producer. Right, right, right. And then to have like a Dustin and Enriquez and it's like, oh, hometown. Hometown yeah, heroes, right here, dude. Yeah, amazing. That's right. Yeah, amazing. for sure. Uh, Damone. So I want to I thank uh, Tracks Million for coming through. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and building with us here on the Dad Bod Rap Pod. Um, in closing, in closing, let the, let the world know what's, what you got, what you got in, in the tank. What, what can we expect in this next couple quarters for, for Tracks and Million? <laughs> New music, new music, new music. The next thing coming up is a hot summer project with Ziggy. Mm-hmm. Um, quick EP produced all by me. When is that drop? Um, this week. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> like next week? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be next week. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We'll okay. check okay. for it. Yeah, yeah. We'll be waiting. So they're going to be dropping this summer. Um, after that, I'm working on some other projects. I got a project with uh, me and DJ Fresh did. To, uh, oh, cool. Collaboratively. Mr. Fab called the year 2006. Oh, wow. Where we Dope. just throw back, we do a wow. bunch of hockey slaps. Oh, kind of get wow. Retroactive on their ass real quick. <laughs> That's awesome. I just saw Sorry wow. to Bother You this weekend, and Mr. Uh, Fab has a fucking yes. awesome cameo. Oh, man. No spoilers. Uh, no yeah, no, spoilers, spo- no spoiler, but Mr. Fab is in there. Um, real quick, how can people connect with you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, how do you like to interact um, yeah, with your you fans? Want, you want to reach me on Twitter? Tracks a million, T R A X A M I L L I O N. Um, same thing on IG, same thing on Snapchat, Tracks a Million, Tracks a Million, Tracks a Million, all the way across. Tracks a Million! Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah, really yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Um, can't wait to hear the new music. And uh, yeah, man, just keep rapping San Jose. Yeah. We really appreciate Cheers. it. Yo, thank you so much, Tracks A Million. Uh, great to have you in my living room with my two homies. <laughs> and like, you know, I mean, not to like crazy big up you or give you a big head, but I mean, it was great really just sort of dissecting some stuff with you, catching up with you. Um, love the Souls of Mr. Shirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, our, our fans at home can't see it, but um, thank you so much, man. Um, shouts to, you know, it was really nice to hear your relationship with Damone as well. It's, yeah. a, it, it's yeah. some hometown history stuff. That if it was anywhere else, we'd get sort of big ups. But here, you know, there's not like a, a super focus on stuff like that. And uh, no. it's really cool to gr- it was really cool to fucking hear on a humble tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super humble cat um, is n- not really, um, you know, too uh, too superstarish. You know what I mean? And oh, not at all. Yeah. So I I, I really dug um, him coming in and 
kind of chopping it up with us. I would say that, um, you know, definitely be on the lookout for his, his new work with, with Ziggy. And also the Tech Boom, which has some joints on it. I don't think it got the proper, you know, whatever um, in this in this rap world. It didn't get the proper look, but you should definitely uh, check that out if you have not already. Cool. So that was our interview with Tracks A Million. We want to thank him for coming through. Um, this is the Dad Bod Rap Pod. for listening to another dope episode of the dad bod rap pod more fly conversation and interviews coming your way every week you can find the podcast on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash dad bod rap pod and we're always down to interact with you on twitter at dad bod rap pod all spelled out subscribe on stitcher google play and itunes <laughs>